Amen. Job 25, short chapter. He said, Then answered Bildad the Shuhite. And that's a pretty short fellow, ain't it? Amen. And said, Dominion and fear are with him. He maketh peace in his high places. Is there any number of his armies? And upon whom doth not his light arise? How then shall a man be justified with God? Or how can he be clean that is born of a woman? Amen. Behold, even to the moon, and it shineth not. Yea, the stars are not pure in his sight. Amen. How much less man that is a worm. Hey, there, there you go. There's my one of my favorite verses. That's what I am, a worm. Hallelujah. And the Son of Man, which is a worm. Praise God, I'm a worm. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we do love you. I just ask you to bless tonight's uh, preaching and teaching of the Word of God. May we be a help to somebody. May somebody get some light and revelation now, even them they're captive by their false doctrines. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, he asks a question right here. He says, uh, verse 4, How then can a man be justified with God? Amen. How can a man be justified by God? Justified. Amen. Just as if I'd never sinned. Isn't that a blessing? How, how would you like to be in a condition that God recognized you as though you never sinned? Wouldn't that be a blessing? Huh? I think that'd be a great deal. I, I, I'd love to have a deal like that, wouldn't you? Let's just say uh, John Riddle and company, the Church of Christ crowd, they'll never get justified by what they want to do. Amen? Let's go ahead and look in your Bible and uh, turn to Romans chapter number 8. Romans chapter number 8. Romans chapter number 8. There's a bunch of different ways a man gets justified. Amen. What is justification? Justification is a declaration that a man is righteous when he's not. Amen. Justify never sin. Now let me, let me put it to you away. A friend of mine, Bob Waitman, said it. Amen. Justified. What, what's justified mean? Justice is satisfied. Amen? Isn't that good? Yep. Justice is satisfied. Listen, God is just, He's holy, He's true, He's real, and He wants you, amen, to be just as He is. How is that? Sinless, perfect, complete, holy. Right? But I can't do it. How in the world can I be holy? <laughs> There's no possible way I can be holy. I'm undone. I'm a dirty, rot, filthy sinner. Amen. I'm vile. I stink. I got to take a stinking shower. Amen. Why? Because I'm dirty. I'm filthy. I'm vile. How can I get right with God? How can I be just with God? That's the question. Amen. With a man will look in the mirror and look in his face, you know, <laughs> you're the problem. Isn't that what Craig Lovell used to say? Remember that? But Lovell said he'd get in the mirror and he'd look and said, by God's grace, nobody's going to look at you. I'm not going to let you out of the house. Amen. You're the problem. <laughs> he talked to the mirror, right? He looked right at Hey, bud, you're the problem. I'm the problem. Amen. How can I be just? I done blown it. I done broke God's commandments. I am sunk. Well, you got to keep the law. You got to be kidding me. Well, you got to be baptized. You got to be kidding me. Well, you got to keep the commandments and you got to keep the sac. Oh, you got, there ain't no way. If God doesn't intervene and do a miracle for me, this boy's sunk. I am to posty toasty, amen. I'm going to roast in a belly of hell forever. That's what they're talking about over there. How can a man be just with God? Well, let's look at some ways justification is in the Bible, and then we'll see if God's got a plan or a remedy, amen. Romans chapter number 8. He said in verse 31, What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can what? Isn't that a blessing? The bottom line is you've got to get God for you. 
Is God on your side? Is God for you? There's a bunch of people think God's for. Amen. The Catholics think God's for, and the Muslims think God's for, and the Buddhists think God's for. They're all trying to say the same God. We don't all serve the same God. Amen. Listen, there's a bunch of people that think that God's on their side when he's not. You know that you know what you call that? Deceived. Deception. Amen. It's not whether God's on our side or we on his side. That's what matters. Amen. Look at what it says. Verse 31, what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? And he that spared not his own son, if God was not, if God was willing to beat his son beyond recognition, what do you think he'll do to a sinner? Wow. If he is willing to allow his son to have his beard ripped off his face, his face beaten beyond recognition, beat him black and blue, and bloodied him to where his bones stuck out, Jesus hanging on the cross said his bones stared at him. What do you think he'd do to a sinner that transgresses his law and breaks his law? He did that to a sinless man for us. Wow. He that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all. Praise God. Hello, Mr. Calvinist. You see that word all there? How then shall he not with him also freely what? Give us all things. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that what? It's God that justifies. Amen? It is God that justifies. Amen? Isn't that good? You want to get justified? You better have God do it. Amen? Listen, <laughs> I love my little girl. She's precious. I love my son. I love my wife. I love Emily. Amen. Right? I love Nick. But listen, I can't, I can't let her into heaven. It ain't my choice. There ain't nothing I can do about it. I can't give her eternal life. Now, if it, it came by and everybody, uh, there's some folks I, I, I wouldn't give Obama life. I'd say burn, sucker. Right? I would. I'd say burn, boy. All the things you're doing to this country. Amen. Sizzle, pal. Hello. Right, you think I'd give Bill Clinton a pass? Ain't no way. Huh? See, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not impartial. I'll, I'll let a bur black man burn. I'll let a white man burn. Amen? Both of them. Both of them are presidents of the country I was allowed to live in. They're both wicked! Amen? The only hope them boys got is that God would justify them. God's got to say forgiven. God's got to say forgotten. God's got to say righteous. If God doesn't declare you righteous, you can't get in. How do you get him to say you're righteous? Hello? He's the one that's got to declare it. I can't justify you. Preaching can't justify you. My kids being raised in a Baptist home cannot justify them. My wife being married to a Baptist preacher cannot justify her. Listen, John Riddle thinks because his church says Jesus, or the church of Christ, they think they're going to heaven and God justifies them because they got his name on the side of their building. They ain't going to make it. It's God that justifies. How do you get justified by God? How can a man be just by God? Well, let's just find out what the Bible says. Amen. Romans chapter number 3. Romans chapter number 3. I want to be justified by God. How, 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 can, a, how can a man be just with God? Amen. That's what we're going to find out. It's God justifies. How does God justify somebody? Well, let's begin with verse 19. Now we know that what things soever the law saith, that say to them to under the law, that every mouth may be what? You know what God's telling you? Nah, shut up. <laughs> Help me. Right? And, uh, that all, and all the world may be what? God wants a guilty verdict out of every individual. You know what God wants? God wants every individual to come up to him and say, God, I'd sure love to go to heaven. I'd sure like to be part of it. Can I get in? And he'd say, what's the magic word? What do you think the magic word is? I think the first word you got to say is guilty. God, I'm guilty. I'm a, guilt I'm a hell-bound deserving sinner. <laughs> what do you think you deserve to get into heaven? 
Lord, to be honest with you, I don't deserve to get into heaven. I've sinned. I've had bad thoughts, done bad things, haven't always obeyed. I'm not perfect. I'm guilty. Boy, isn't that a good place to start? You know how many people want to sit back? You know what the average person wants to do? They want to justify themselves. Well, I, I've been pretty good. I've done good. I, 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 <laughs> I had a little old lady cross the street one day. Huh? I put 50 bucks in the offer plate one time. I showed up to church and even heard a complete sermon. Didn't sleep all the way through it. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Amen. Well, b- 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 baptized. Well, uh, who cares? Amen. You got wet. Just because you got wet, does it mean that you deserve to get into heaven? Magic word. What was the magic word? Well, how about starting with, Lord, I'm guilty. Lord, I don't deserve heaven. Lord, I deserve to go to hell. Truth be told, I'm wicked. And God, there ain't a whole lot of people know what I really am, but deep down inside, I ain't no good. Ooh, man, you, you, start, you start getting God's, you start piquing his interest. He leans over the throne and he looks at you and says, Really? I like what I'm hearing. <laughs> you say, God wants to hear that? Yeah, he wants to hear a guilty verdict. I'm guilty! Amen. Look at what he says. Therefore, by the deeds of the law shall no flesh what? Be justified where? In his sight. For by the law is now to sin. But the righteousness of God, which is without the law, is manifest, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, that even the righteous, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith, get that, Mr. Riddle, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all that believe, there is no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Being justified, how? Freely. It's a free thing. Amen. It's something free. You don't have to earn it. Freely how? By His grace. Justified freely. Isn't that a blessing? By His grace. What is grace? God's riches at Christ's extent. You know what grace is? That's unmerited favor. You know what a merit is? You know what a demerit is? <laughs> I used to get demerits in high school. Listen, you know what a merit is? Hello? It's the works and things of Jesus Christ. Amen? It's deeds that's done by a man. Unmerited favor means you get God's favor, amen, through somebody else, not of yourself. How do you do it? It's God's grace. God extends His grace to sinners. Do you realize you've sinned? Do you realize that you need a pardon from God? That's what it's all about. God, will you pardon me? Will you forgive me? Not only for the things I've done, but the things I'm thinking about doing. Amen. People people need a free pardon. It's freely. How? By His grace. God offers it. To be what? Just as they never sinned. Pure, spotless. Amen. Let's look in Titus chapter number 3. Titus chapter number 3. Amen. I tell you what. There's no arguing with me with God about what I was and what I needed. Amen. Chapter 3 verse 4. But after that the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for showing your kindness and coming and and revealing yourself to us. Not by works of righteousness. Uh Uh-oh, there goes every religion in the world, which we have done. But according to his mercy, he saved us. By the washing and regeneration, renewing of the Holy Ghost. Notice it didn't say baptism. It didn't say baptistry, did it? It didn't say the bathtub. Washing of regeneration's got nothing to do with water. Hello? Renewing of the Holy Ghost, which He shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified how? Not by our efforts, not by us keeping the commandments, not by us being baptized, not by us keeping the sacraments, not by us saying prayers, not by us doing deeds or alms or anything. By His grace. Amen. Isn't that pretty simple? Romans chapter number 5. 
Romans chapter number 5. I, I thank God that, that uh, he showed mercy upon me. Amen. And he saved me, not by anything I can do. How these people think they can add one thing to it, it's amazing. One thing. Romans chapter number 5, verse 8, But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. How much more than being now what? Justified. Right now. Amen. Right now, I'm justified. How? By His blood. Now, you know what them knucklehead Church of Christ fellows were saying? You know what they were saying the other night? They say, when you submit to water baptism and enter into the baptistry, and you get put under by a Church of Christ elder, Amen. They talk about a watery grave. You come in contact with the blood of Christ. They're idiots. Nowhere in the Bible does it say when you get put, go through the baptismal waters that you come in contact in that watery grave with the blood of Christ. That's not Bible. That's men concocting and creating a doctrine. Amen. Much more than being what? Now, right now, you know what? Every one of them missed that word. Right now, see, January 12th, 1980, 36 years ago, I was justified. And right now, I stand 36 years later still just as if I never sinned in the eyes of God. <laughs> Boy, you talk about a deal. Now you see me and you hang around me, you'll see all my flaws. You'll see all my bugs. You'll see all my fleas. You might even get a stench of my stink in your nostrils. Listen, I'm no good. I took God's side against myself. But you know what? When I trusted Jesus Christ, right now, I am justified. If death was to take me out right now, I know I'd be in heaven in God's arms right now. There ain't one of them Church of Christ people that know that. They think that they got to do something and they don't know. I got a friend of my uncle's named Joe Ford. He's an apostolic preacher. Wrote me a letter. I can show it to you. He says, no one can know until you're in God's presence. He's a liar. He don't believe the book. He's a preacher that preaches and don't believe what he reads. What? Right now, I'm justified. Are you justified? I don't know. All I can go by is what you say. Then I can see if what you say and how you live match up. But I still don't know. But I know one thing. I met him, and he changed my life. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a what? I'm a new creature. I'm changed. you got to be glad I'm a new creature. I'm glad. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Right now, being what? Being what? Justified how? Watch this. Better get hold of it. We shall, future, be what? Saved from what? Wrath through Him. I don't have to face tribulation. Revelation 6, the wrath of the Lamb. Revelation 12, the wrath of Satan. Revelation 14, Revelation 16, the wrath of God. I don't have to ever face the wrath of God. Now, what's John 3.36 say? What's John 3.36? Everybody knows what 3.16 is, right? What's 3.36? He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. He that believeth not the Son of God shall not see life, but the wrath of God, what? Abideth. You know what that means? It resteth. It sits upon. But the wrath of God abideth on who? Huh? It says, But the wrath of God abideth on him. Amen? You know who? Listen, there's people running around out there today and they're getting weighted down by their sin and they, and they feel the guilty and, and they feel the pressures of life. But listen, it's the wrath of God pressing on Suppose somebody come get saved. I got a dear friend named Brother Ireland. He said when his wife led him to Jesus Christ, he got saved. He said he felt the weight of sin come off his shoulders. I'm not criticizing Brother Bruce, but he really didn't feel the weight of sin. He felt the wrath of God leave. 
Hello. Amen. He felt the wrath of God being lifted up off of him. Why? Because the wrath of God said kill him. The wrath of God said go to hell. The wrath of God said he should not live. But God's mercy and grace was holding back that arm saying live, live, live. Trust Christ and I'll spare you. His blood right now delivered me from the wrath future not only of hell but of the tribulation. Isn't that a blessing? I'm justified. How? By his blood. Watch this. For if when we were yet enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled. That means brought together, made one. How? We shall be saved. How? How shall we be saved? What's it say? You guys got a Bible open? Huh? This is, this is a two-way thing here. I ask you, you, you speak back, right? Amen. How shall he be saved? Verse, verse 10. The last four words. Nobody's with me tonight. Romans 5.10. Huh? We were in John. I was in John 3. <laughs> okay. All right. We're, we're just, we just quoted this. Much more than being saved. How? Verse 9. Justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him, right? How much more? Right? Hello? All right. For if when we were, verse 10, Romans 5.10, everybody out there, Romans 5.10. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God, how? By the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved, how? By his life. It ain't nothing mean you can do. Amen. Listen, it ain't my church attendance. It ain't anything I can do. It's what he did. That's what these knuckleheads can't get. Verse 10 or 11. Not only so, but we also join God through who? Our Lord, Our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom now? When? Now. now. By whom now we've what? Let me ask you a question. Have you received his atonement? Guaranteed John Riddle hadn't. That clown that wants to get on my, all my videos and start commenting all the time. Hello. Amen. 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 I got a good one for you, Church of Christ, fellas, if you're still watching. Amen. They want to talk about where's Christ ever ordained a Baptist church. Amen. And by what baptism I was baptized with. And I just happen to tell them real nice and simple. I'm to follow Jesus' example. I'm to follow in his steps. And Jesus was baptized by a Baptist preacher. And in fact, it was an independent Baptist preacher that did it. Amen. 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 So I'm just following his steps. Hello. Amen, preacher. All right. Let's go on next. Romans 4. Romans chapter number 4. You with me? Y'all there? Romans what? Four. Come on, I need some interaction here. Amen. I'm, I need some help. Romans chapter number 4. Amen. Look at what it says. Verse 20. And he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded what he had promised he was able to perform. Therefore, it was imputed... To him for righteousness, there's the key. Did God charge his righteousness, amen, to your account? There's the ticket. Amen. Now it was not written for his sake alone, but it was imputed to him, right? But for us also, to whom shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the death, from the dead, who was delivered for our offense and was raised again for what? By justification. For our justification. Amen. How am I justified? I'm justified by, uh, I can't put two bys on there, right? By his resurrection. Isn't that a blessing? Right? You got to believe what? That he raised from the dead, don't you? That if thou shalt confess to thy mouth who? And shall believe in thine heart that God is what? Raised him from the dead. Amen. Do you believe that? Do you believe he died for you? Amen. I believe it. He was raised for my justification. Amen. Isn't that good? Well, we just might as well go on to chapter 5, right? Therefore, in view of that, right? Being what? Justified how? 
<laughs> Amen. Justified by faith. Those guys keep giving me a hard time. Says you can't show me a verse anywhere that says you're you're uh, saved by faith alone. Right? The word alone doesn't appear in that statement right there, does it? But how does it say? Well, look at what it says. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have what? Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. See, I'm justified through our Lord Jesus Christ with faith in Him. In whom? Right? In Jesus Christ also we have what? Access how? <laughs> By faith. There it is again. Into this grace wherein we stand. You know what I do? I stand in it. I'm standing in the grace of God. How? By faith. Amen? I got access into that by faith. I got access into His presence by faith. Amen? I'm justified by faith. Galatians 3.26 says, We're all the children of God. How? By faith in Christ Jesus. Amen? It's what He did, not what I can do. It's how He died for my sins and put my faith in what He did. Justification. Hello? Romans chapter number 3. Amen. Back to verse 24. Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. See, it's what He purchased. Water baptism doesn't purchase nothing for me. Hello. Amen. Look at what it says. In whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through what? <laughs> Where? The propitiations, the payment, where? Faith in His blood. Not what happens to me in the tub, but where I place my faith. It's in the blood. It's in the payment that He paid. He shed His blood to wash away my sins. And because of that, I get it imputed to me. He puts it on my account as though I never sinned or never will sin. Isn't that a blessing? Where do your sins go? Well, they're nailed to the cross, having forgiven us all trespasses, right? And then he takes our sins and dumps them off into hell, and he comes back the second time without sin. He got rid of them. Isn't that a blessing? They're gone. But Christ became sin for us who what? Knew no sin that we might be made what? The righteousness of God in him. All my sins were charged to Jesus Christ. Christ died because of me and for you. Isn't that a blessing? And guess what now? Because I trusted Him, put faith in His propitiation to declare righteousness for the remission of sins that are what? Passed. Through forbearance of God. Why didn't Paul mention Acts 2.38 there? Because 2.38 ain't got nothing to do with us Gentiles. You understand that? He's dealing corporately, or he was dealing corporately in Acts 2 with a nation that murdered their Messiah. Here he's dealing with sinners that need God's forgiving atonement. Verse 26, to declare, I say at this time, your righteousness by the things that you do. That ain't what I said, is it? To declare, I say at this time, his righteousness. See, that's why God wants a guilty verdict out of you. God wants you to sit back and say, God, there ain't no way I can make it. <laughs> I'm hopeless without you. I need you. I need your grace and your mercy. I'll take your son. I'll take your forgiveness. He might be the just and the what? Justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Isn't that simple? He didn't say he'd be the justifier if you ate a Jesus cookie on Sunday at the Mass. He didn't say he'd be the justifier if you put on a pair of funny underwear and pedaled a bicycle for two years for the Mormon church. Did he? He didn't say he'd be the justifier if he got a briefcase, went downtown, sold Watchtower. Right? Amen. He said he'd be the just and justifier if you put your faith in Jesus, believe in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law of works? Nay, by the law of faith. Isn't that something? Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified how? By faith. Isn't that great? How in Galatians 2.16. Galatians 2.16. 
But by the faith of Jesus. I know we covered this last week. It's real important you get it. Verse 16, knowing that a man is not justified how? By the works of law. These clowns want to go to the works of law and try to justify themselves before us, try and impress us that they're somehow justified before God. But by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we believe in Jesus Christ that we might be justified how? By the faith of Christ. There's a preacher, Ruckman quotes quite often, and the guy said, he said, even my repentance needs repented of. Amen? Even my faith needs repented of. Listen, his faith is a gift. And I received that. And if I'm willing to exercise a mere ounce of faith and take his faith, what he did, I can have it. Amen? By the faith of Christ, not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be how in the world do these guys think they're going to get in by doing that? Isn't that plenty, pretty plain and simple? My uncle asked me tonight a question. He goes, why can't these guys see that? Because you know what it is? You know what he says in 2 Corinthians over there? When the law of Moses is read, the blinders are on the heart of Israel. They can't see. Their minds are blinded. Why? It's a stumbling block. Why? Because they think somehow they got to justify themselves. They got to do something to get there. And while all these guys are thinking they got to do something, God keeps the blinders on them. But when that heart will turn and say, God, I can't do a thing. I can't keep these commandments. I'm a failure. I'm a flop. God, I can't make it doing my own things. I need something, Lord. He'll take that veil away when the heart turns to God. Isn't that amazing? Amen. It's by faith. It's by faith. Amen. How about 1 Corinthians chapter number 6? 1 Corinthians chapter number 6. I'm just glad I'm saved. I'm glad I can see it. Amen. Amen. There ain't no work I can do. There ain't nothing I can do. Amen. Is there anything you can do? I can't do it. It had to be a free gift. It had to be something he did because there ain't no other way I could have made it. Verse 9, Know ye not the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate. That's a man with feminine characteristics and tendencies. Queebies, amen, fairies, fruits, faggots, you name it, amen. Effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Sounds like we're all sunk, doesn't it? Huh? You got a bunch of these clowns thinking that they're practicing all these things and they think somehow they're going to make it. He said, be not deceived. They're not going to inherit it. Right? Ain't that what it says? Y'all dying on me? All right. I'll start amen to myself. Verse 11. Such were some of you. See that? Past tense. Before January 12, 1980, I was in that list. Amen. January 11th, I was right there in that list. January 12th, when I trusted Jesus Christ, my Savior, this is what he said. And such were, past tense, some of you. But ye are what? Washed. I'm washed. Where? Amen. But you're sanctified. How? But you are justified. Where? In the name of our Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. I'm justified in the name of our Lord Jesus. Now, one of your Campbellites will sit back and say, the only way that happened in the name of Jesus is because the apostle that was ordained by the apostle, ordained by the apostle, amen, all the way down to their fruit loop and their little church, amen, uh, said the magic words in Jesus' name. Hello? In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I'm justified in his name because it's his blood, his sacrifice, his atonement that I received, and it's not through the sacrament of baptism. Because baptism ain't a sacrament. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Had to throw Mary under the bus too there. Amen. Not only is it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, but how? By the what? Still ain't helping me. By the Spirit of our God. Amen. Who did that? The Spirit. Who's the Spirit? The Holy Ghost. Right? The Holy Spirit is the Spirit, right? He's the one that puts me into Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. It's the Spirit that baptizes me into Christ. It's not some preacher that puts me in a tub. Amen. In a local church. Hallelujah. Somebody that one apostolic preacher we run into the other day said there's over 600 modes of baptism. Oh, give me a break. Amen. I'm not getting amen ends out of you guys. You guys want to go to Cracker Barrel or something? Amen. You're not getting fed here. You need a hush puppy? I think you guys ate hush puppies. That's why you're hushing. Amen. <laughs> amen. We just covered it, but let's go back to Romans chapter number 3. Romans chapter number 3. Romans chapter 3, verse 28. Therefore, we conclude a man is justified by faith. How? Without the deeds of the law. Isn't that good? Ain't nothing you and I can do. Amen. There ain't one thing. Let's go to Galatians. <laughs> Galatians 5. Well, 3, chapter 3, first. That no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident. Isn't that blessing? It is evident that a man is not justified by the deeds of the law, by the works of the law. Amen. In the sight of God. The just shall live how? By faith. Isn't that a blessing? I'm so glad that I have a Bible and that I can read. Amen. Hello. Amen. Galatians 5. Watch this. You ready? Verse 1. Stand. This is the whole reason the book of Galatians was written. Amen. Stand, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Quit trying to get back under the law. Quit trying to get back under, amen, Judeo, so-called Christianity, where you're combining works and the law and grace together. Behold, Paul, behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall what? Profit you nothing. I'm not changing the word of God, but I'm just going to try to illustrate something. That if ye be baptized, Christ shall profit you nothing. If ye keep the commandments, Christ shall profit you nothing. If ye observe the Sabbath day, Christ shall profit you nothing. If ye keep the Feast of Tabernacles, Christ shall profit you nothing. Hello, you with me? Yep. If you say the rosary, Christ shall profit you nothing. Amen. If you wear your funny underwear and pedal your 10-speed, 15-speed, 18-speed bicycle all around town, it'll profit you nothing. If you give all that you have, it'll be utter contempt. If you try to bypass Christ and what he's done, it'll profit you what? Nothing. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he's a debtor to do what? You want to try to do one thing? Just one. You are a debtor to fulfill every commandment of God every day of your life. And if you flunk in one point, one point, James 2.10 says you're what? Guilty of all. Verse 4. For Christ has become no effect unto you, whosoever of you are justified how? By the law, law you're what? There you go. Here's the whole bottom line. That whole church crowd, John Riddle, and all that whole crowd, they are lost because they ultimately believe that you got to admit, believe, confess, repent, be baptized, 
and keep the commandments. They're placing themselves back under the curse. Ultimately, they believe that they must live it and they must keep the commandments. They're placing themselves and trying to put their justification not in the finished work of Christ, but the things they've done. They're falling from grace. That's the crowd that he's talking to. Not these free will Baptists across the street think they can lose your salvation after they sinned, after they've been saved. Hello? Amen. They're falling from grace because they think that they got to do something. They're seeking to be justified by the deeds of the law. Where are they going? Come on, tell me. Where are they going to go? Hell. A preacher going to hell. Christians, uh, professing Christians, what? Going to hell. Why? Because they seek to be justified some other way than what God's provided. Amen? Right? Come on, Mrs. Parks, run the aisles a while. Amen? That's what it's all about. Paul said, if they come preaching any other gospel we which preached unto you, let him be what? Accursed. You know what that means? Let him be damned. Let him go to hell. Let him burn forever. If he preaches another Christ, he preaches another gospel, he preaches another method to try to get people saved, that preacher, that person's damning souls to hell, and God says, let him go. Yeah, man. You know what those guys are? They're falling from grace. They came up to it. They've come up to the salvation plan of Jesus Christ, 100% imputed righteousness through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. He paid the atonement. It's a free gift. And they say, yeah, we want the free gift, but we want to prove to God that we're worthy and we're going to keep all your commandments and we're going to do all these things to try to merit favor with you, God. And so what you're doing is going, spitting on Jesus Christ. You know what God thinks about people that spit on Jesus Christ? They become posty-toasties. Acts chapter number 13. Acts chapter number 13. Amen. Acts chapter number 13. Apostle Paul's got something to say. Amen. He's over here preaching. And he says in verse 30, But God raised him up from the dead, and he was seen many days of them which came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are his witnesses unto the people. And we declare unto you glad tidings, how that the promise which was made unto the fathers... Amen. God hath fulfilled the same on us, their children, in that he hath raised up Jesus again. As it is also written in the second psalm, Thou art my son, and this day I have begotten thee. And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead, now no more to return to corruption, he saith on this wise, I will give you the sure mercies of David. <laughs> Wherefore, he saith also in another psalm, Thou shalt not suffer thine holy one to seek corruption. And David, after he served his own generation by the will of God, fell asleep and was laid unto his fathers and saw corruption. But he whom God raised again saw no corruption. <laughs> Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. And by him all that believe are justified from all things from which he could not be justified by the law of Moses. <laughs> Amen. How? By him. By the Lord Jesus Christ, right? Amen. By him. All that believe. You know what I did? I placed faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Amen. And all that are willing to believe. No, that is his faith. It didn't say baptism. It didn't say tongues. It didn't say slain in the spirit. Amen. Hello. It didn't say kiss the Pope's ring and finger. Hello. Didn't say go in the confessional booth and confess your sins to the Father. Amen. And offer indulgences. Didn't say light candles around the altar and come to your idolatrous church and kiss statues. 
Hello, did it? Then say, get your little plastic Jesus on your dashboard. Hello? It said, all that place faith in Him. I know the word place ain't there. By, by Him, all that believe are justified how? From all things. You know what He did? He forgave me all trespasses. <laughs> Whoo! Amen. So how are you going in, preacher? I'm going in by the merits of Jesus Christ and what He did. Why? Because I realized I was a lost sinner and on my way to hell and I received Him and I trusted Him. When I placed my faith in Him, God said, Righteous! I've been declared righteous by God. I get to go free because of the payment that Jesus Christ did. Isn't that a blessing? How are you justified? I dare you. I dare you to die tonight. I dare you to take a trip out of your body. Take a trip up to Pearly Gates. See old St. Pete. That's all the jokes are, right? Guy died, went to St. Peter at the gate. Right? He said, Sirs, what, what must I do to get in? Is what Peter says, what's, what's the password? A lot of people do that. Think you're going to Saint, greet St. Saint Peter at the gate. The average person dies without Jesus Christ, they ain't going to be greeted at the gate by St. Peter. They'll be greeted by a flame. In the hell, they lift up their eyes, being in torments, it's too late. I think about it all the time, people traveling up and down this highway, and I can, I can see a guy riding down the road, and he's texting, not paying attention, hits a bridge. At 70 miles an hour, his car stops. His body dies. His heart explodes. His brain scattered all over the highway. And all of a sudden, boom, that guy, that quick, before that car comes to a complete stop, he's in the flames of hell burning. First thing I thought of when Ted Kennedy died is he, he settled right down there beside Hitler. He's down there at the bottom of hell with Pope John, who he worshipped and followed. Amen? You know where they went? They went to hell. When I see them Hollywood actors, Michael Jackson and all them kind of people, when they die, they go to hell. I'm not proud of that. I'm not happy about that. I'm just telling you that's the state of mankind. But if I died tonight, the angels would take my body. No, they wouldn't. I'm already in Christ. I'm already in heavenly places, right? To be absent from the body is what? To be present with the Lord. I'd be there. Hey, Lord, how you doing? <laughs> Hello. Amen. I'd be with them. Why? Because I got it fixed up 36 years ago. Amen. I'd be in his presence that quick. Wouldn't that be a blessing? Amen. No pearly gate. Worry about that. I'd be, whoa, hey, Lord, how you doing? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be good? You know, you hear all them songs about, I wait for you at the gate or by the river, look for me. I've been, I, I told my wife, don't look for me. I'm going to be inside, amen. I'll be running the street of gold or whatever. I'll, I'll be having a good time in there. I ain't going to be looking at the gate for anybody coming in. I'm, I'm going to be enjoying myself, amen. <laughs> you say, well, you're selfish, amen. Well, hey, I've been living down the nasty now now for so long, amen. I can't wait to get in the sweet by and by. Amen. I'm going to enjoy myself. I mean, you got to be kidding me. You think I'm going to sit out there and wait for you to come up here when I don't know when you're going to get up there and I can go up there and watch Mike Honstein and other people that are crippled running the aisles and shouting? Amen. Now, Miss Emily, you know that if I was to die tonight, you know what's going on up there, don't you? Brother Lovell's up there with a set of gold horseshoes. Ding, 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 ding. He said, come on, I've been waiting on you, preacher. <laughs> mom, mom, mom and Sue, you'd be going, where's preachers? Ting, ting. Yeah, we know where they're at. They're outside pitching horses. <laughs> Amen. See Danny Hall again. Wouldn't that be good? Uh, healthy body, singing them. I just want to thank you, Lord. Wouldn't that be a blessing? Listen, I get to go see Grandma and Grandpa. Get to see Lydia. Get to see a lot of people I know. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt it's going to happen. You know what I'm trying to do? The Bible, uh, they say out there, not the Bible, but they say out there, they say, is there enough evidence, amen, if you were taken in the court of law to convict you of being a Christian? <laughs> you know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to leave plenty of evidence that I'm a Christian. That there's no doubt in my wife's mind, there's no doubt in my family's mind, there's no doubt, amen, that everybody in the neighborhood, everybody I work with, the Cliff Parks trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior and believes in Him and trusts in His finished work. That's what I'm trying to leave behind. Somebody say, well, do you know your kids are saved? I don't know. What do they say? What's their witness? What's your testimony? Well, was Brother Nick saved? I don't know. 
What's he got to say about it? Right? What's Mrs. Parks got to say? What's Emily say? What's Horse say? What's all these people say? Well, let's hear it out of their own mouth. Why should I? Listen, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give you assurance. I won't ever tell you you're saved. I won't tell my kids they're saved. I wouldn't listen. And I'm done. I was down in Arkansas and I was preaching, and this man got really mad at me. His daughter Mandy came forward, 18 years old, went to Hiles Anderson College. When she went up to Hiles Anderson College, there, uh, she was home, and while I was preaching revival that week, and she got under conviction. And her daddy got so mad because she was under conviction. And her daddy said, right here, Mandy, you was three years old. I wrote it down when you prayed a prayer. That's when you prayed right there. You're saved. She's under divine conviction by the Holy Ghost. And her daddy wants to take her back to something at three years old. You think she was saved at three years old? She might have been. I don't know. Did she trust Jesus? But she had doubt. She was under conviction. You know what she did? She's coming to the altar trying to get it right. And her daddy got mad because she wanted to try to get it right. You got to be kidding me. But you know what? I can't give Mandy peace in her heart. Her daddy having something written down on a piece of paper when she's three years old can't give her peace in her heart. Something was missing right there. You know what? The Holy Ghost is the only one to put peace right there. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have what? Peace with God. Only God can give you peace. I can't give nobody assurance. I can give you verses. I can preach to you. I can do all that. I can't save you. I can't give you assurance. But I do know this. Isaiah thirty-two seventeen says this. The work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness is quietness and assurance forever. The Holy Ghost, the only one to ever give assurance. Listen, are you seeking to be justified by yourself? Or are you seeking to be justified by God? God justifies. It's freely by His grace. It's through His blood. You can have it now. It's by His resurrection. It's by faith. It's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the Spirit of our God, without the deeds of the law. And by Him, all that believe are justified from all things. <laughs> I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you're thinking. I don't care what you're planning on doing. He can forgive and wash away every bit of that. Thank you. Father, we do love you. Thank you, Lord, for being a great God and a great Savior.